You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill and for what it feels like the first time in ages, I'm here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters and we're all in Arizona. Wow. Wow. Is, it, is this the first time I was going to say when is because I was going to say, well, it's the, the Tempe City Council, but that I was gone. And then the next few Craig was Craig was gone for that. Like then he was in an undisclosed location for weeks after that. And then I was not for weeks. weeks. <laughs> it was feeling like weeks. He was like, yeah, I don't want to get into his vacation plans, but he's yeah, we don't very unabomber. Issues, yeah. you know, that I'm a, having all these legal issues. So. Yeah, he's in the woods hiding out. We'll leave that for another day. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Staying on the run. Craig S. Morgan on the run. So, oh and, and is it true? There is a rumor, because today's Tuesday, right? Forget my days, but today is Tuesday. It there is. is a rumor that all three of us will be actually in the same room tomorrow. Is that a Not only the same room tomorrow, we're going to be at Four Peaks Brewery tomorrow doing our shows live from there. Um, Peach and X is going to be at Four Peaks all day. We're the first show at 11, and it's like all day, all the way through 5 o'clock, I think, um, just back-to-back-to-back shows at Four Peaks. So if anyone has the day off or has the ability to work from home and could, you know, step away in the middle of the day, come hang out at Four Peaks. And if you mention you're with PHNX or for the podcast, you get drink specials, $3 wows, or $3 kill lifters tomorrow. Can I I do that too if I mention the show? Yeah, I can't see why not. Well, I'm staying for lunch. So we're going to go at 11, right? We're 11. Yeah. So as soon as Bobby Margarita is done talking, I'm going to stay for lunch at um, Four Peaks. I'm, I'm so excited. Like Although I have... want to, to shut up Mackenzie. What's that? Yeah, we got to go. Okay. Thanks. Yes. Hey, thanks, Bob. I know you're a big deal, but, you know, we got some chicken strips to eat here. <laughs> we got some chicken strips and, and fries to get after here and a kilt lifter. Although we did talk, Craig missed it yesterday. I will probably be going for the guilt lifter. Lower carb, lower calorie, just because... Craig knows this. When you travel, you eat like shit. And I've been traveling and eating like shit. So I need the fewer calories, fewer carbs for the next few days. Because I'm be maybe right there with you, Petey. Yeah. Oh, you're on vacation too, so you're eating like shit too. Like that's it's hard when you're and not and then Craig and I are back on the road a week from today. Oh yeah. And you'll be oh, I can't imagine Shane Show. Oh crap. Did no, they have no, Shane no. Show during the draft? No, we're gonna be eating protein shakes in the morning, PD, salads for lunch. Yeah, sure you are. Sure you are in Montreal. Yeah, good in luck Montreal. to that. Poutine. 
Yeah. Do they, yeah. Craig, in a serious question, do they serve Shane Show during the draft? They do. They do. See, so it'll be on the draft. And Leah, have oh, you yeah. had a Centrabel Shane Show? No, I've never been inside of Bell Center before. Oh, really? Okay. And now you're going to get to go to the the famed media area, which is unusual too. It's it's unique among all the NHL arenas because it's actually up high. So you walk right from that. We have to go up a stairway and across this crazy bridge where they have basically Gestapo preventing you from bringing hot dogs into the uh, into the actual press box. You cannot bring hot dogs, but you can eat them down in the media area, and it's really cool. Uh, and they are amazing. So I'm excited to you, Craig. Can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor, Craig? At the draft, can you do a can you video record Leah Merrill's first Shane show? <laughs> it's in the plans, buddy. Yeah, because that's got to be that's got to be social. Get in. I don't know. Catch up only, Craig. Is that allowed in Montreal? Yeah, Craig is going to be just maybe Jacob will, but I won't be recording that. I'll be I'll be retching in the <laughs> if it's catch up only. Up. By the way, I know we haven't even gotten into our topic today, but. Uh, I was on the ESPN Tucson yesterday and they asked me about hot dog toppings. And I, I stood my ground. I said, ketchup and mustard. I was in line and in a Tampa eatery and the people in front of me were talking about one guy was from Chicago and one guy wanted ketchup. And the other guy said, the guy from Chicago said, you can't put ketchup. Like you can't have ketchup, but it's not allowed. And there became an argument between the deli owner the patrons <laughs> about ketchup and I, I'm just thinking of Craig the entire time I did not get involved because that's not kind of my thing I don't talk to people but if, if I did I was going to get in the conversation and say ketchup is okay but I didn't okay well let's start the topic before this becomes a ketchup yeah. themed podcast yeah you guys are um, your incorrect opinions it's fine let's move on well, it's Tuesday, which of course means it's Trade Talk Tuesday. And with the draft coming up next week, let's talk about a trade that is the reason why the Coyotes have some extra draft picks. Um, it's another recent one, so one that we don't really know the full repercussions of and for a mm-hmm. few years. But we're going to talk about the Shane Goss Bear trade because this one was a little unique in the sense that the Coyotes acquired Shane Goss Bear. 2022 second round pick, a 2022 seventh round pick in exchange for, and as the internet says, no return, simply a salary dump. Yep. Air quotes trade. There was no trade here. I remember talking to Bill Armstrong after this and I I asked him three times. So wait, there's nothing going back. No, Craig, nothing. Literally nothing. Like you're not handing him a buck or something. There's nothing going back. No, nothing. How does that even work? Like, I wonder if the NHL will come up with a, a stipulation where you can't do this kind of trade anymore, where there has to be something going back. Petey, you know the old future considerations, yeah. which is literally a dollar? That's, I, I mean, how, how, how does this happen? How does the NHL even allow this? This is clearly just a dump. This is Bill Armstrong saying, okay, I'll take that contract you don't have, but you have to give me draft picks in order to do it. And that was it. That's all Philadelphia did. And then... What happens? Not only the Coyotes get a second-round pick from Philadelphia and a seventh-round pick, which they shipped off later, but the second-round pick was the prize and ends up being the 36th pick overall in this year's draft. They get Shane Gossespierre, who Philadelphia thinks is done, and he has 51 points this year. He ran the power. He was. He ended up running the first team power play over Jacob Chikrin because he was so effective in that role. Yeah, it's funny because. Clearly for Philly, it was a salary dump. We've all agreed on that. If you're giving up assets for you to take another asset, it's a dump. But 
when you go look at Shane Gossesbury and the expectations, they drafted this player in the third round in 2012. He's still, he's not even 30 years old yet. And early in his career, like you look at his first couple of years in Philly, like his first year he played some of the American League, he came up, he got 46 points in 64 games with 17 goals and 39 points, 65 points. Those first three years, he has some offensive production for the Philadelphia Flyers, and that's what they thought they were getting from Shane Gossesbury. A quick player that could skate well and move the puck and get it up the ice and help on the power play. Well, that started to dwindle, and it started to dwindle in 1819, and it almost cuts in half that year. And they go, oh, shit, maybe we don't have what we thought we had. Maybe he's not as quick. And you know what? We've got other young defensemen coming up. So we got to move this guy because we're going a different direction. We're going to start rebuilding, and he's not part of it. Well, <laughs> I think they would have taken the Shane Gostas bear that the Arizona Coyotes got. I think they would have been happy to have them on their blue yep. line because not only did he produce offensively, he's still a guy that's got a, he's an offensive. I mean, he's excuse me. He's a veteran defenseman. Like people want veteran defensemen that have been in the league that understand the league and he can help young players develop. So now you just got rid of a guy that could have helped in your rebuild plans that you have. Arizona didn't expect this. There's no way. They were hoping they would get the Jacob Chikrin that they got a year ago. They hoped they had the Jacob, Jacob Chikrin that was fifth or, or sixth in, in Norris voting the, the previous year. That's what they were hoping for. Well, I didn't get it. So Gossett's Bear fills into that role, and he becomes, like you said, not, not only does he get over 50 points last year, he nearly doubles the next defenseman in points, which was Strawman with 23, and Chikrin finished with 21 in 47 games. But yeah, he doubled Chikrin's goals output this year, became the offensive leader for the team. Clearly, no one expected this. So fantastic. Now, Craig, what do you do with him? Well, Is he that's, there? That's, that's it. That's the point. And and by the way, we should also mention that Shane Gostaspair has three Frenchies, one of whom was in studio on a show yeah. this season. So we like him for that alone. Um, Philadelphia, first of all, this franchise just baffles me because they keep believing that they can contend that they're and they're going to do it again this summer you hear in all the rumors oh, they're, they're going to be big spenders philadelphia in one sense i guess you look at ownership and you say god bless them for trying they're they're, they're still trying to win but they won't accept the fact that they can't win philadelphia is not a good team it's not a good franchise they need to rebuild but they keep making moves like this okay let's dump goss despair let's add some other pieces so we can be good they've They've obviously lost other critical pieces now too to that once that roster that they thought was going to lead them to big things in the playoffs. But they're going to spend again in the offseason. So the Coyotes are the beneficiary not only of, of the traffic, but getting a player who still has some game. I wrote about him earlier this season. It was injuries. It was knee injuries that they thought had taken that, that great first step of his away, that explosive first step. And, and you can make the argument that Gostas Bear is maybe not as explosive but he needed time to heal too. And, and clearly this season he showed that he had healed and he was an effective player. And what this does for the Coyotes now is not only do they have the second round pick this year, which is a very valuable asset. They've got Shane Gostas bear going into the final year of his contract. If he can match this, if he can come close to matching this, then he becomes a trade chip at the deadline that you can move for even more assets. And that was definitely in Bill Armstrong's mind when he made this trade. He was looking at this saying, not only do I get the pick, I have an asset that I can flip if he can capture some of his former game, and he absolutely did. It's he, Bill Armstrong was playing chess, not checkers with this mm -hmm. one. Um, and it's really, you know, the, what, the thing that comes to mind to me, is that sometimes players just need a change of scenery, and, and PD kind of touched on Gossesbury's trajectory and how, you know, his, his rookie season, he finished second in Calder 
voting, yep. by the way, that season Panarin won. You know who finished behind Goss to spare? Connor McDavid. <laughs> um, granted, Connor McDavid had, you know, I think injuries his first Injury, year and yeah. yeah. whatnot, but still. <laughs> so it's it, Shane Gossesper's ceiling is high. And obviously it didn't go out the way they planned. And his season before the trade, he only had 20 points, but he only played 41 games. Coming to the Coyotes, finishing with 51 points, that's his second highest career point total after that season that he finished second in Calder voting. So the Coyotes are in a position right now where they don't need a award-winning defenseman. They need assets, like Craig just said. So for for hopefully he has a similar season to what he did, and he could be a, a piece that moves at the deadline to a contending team. And then maybe for Gossespers' sake, it's it's a team that has success in the postseason. But that 2022 second-round pick that was part of the trade, that's a 36th overall pick. It's a second round pick, but it's still a really high pick. That's one of those picks that we keep saying the Coyotes have all these picks in the top 45. That's one of them. So who knows what we'll say in a few years. Like, oh, that was the guy the Coyotes got with this pick. Um, it's really exciting. Yeah, really and exciting. I want to point out a couple other things about Gustav Bear's game, too. When you look at how he was used in Philadelphia over those past two seasons, he had fallen a bit out of favor. Now, he was still getting a lot of offensive zone starts. But one of the points that, that Andre Turigny made this season – in evaluating Gustus Bear's game and and one of the points that contributed to him playing a career high or averaging a career high 22-11 of ice time per game, Andre said, I didn't realize how good a defensive player he was. You know, the 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 scouting report on him was he was just that offensive guy, that power play guy. But when you look at how Andre used him this year, only 51% of his uh, zone starts came in the offensive zone this year. That's the low, by far the lowest percentages in, in his entire career. Andre had a lot of comfort putting him in defensive situations because of the way he played. So when you evaluate what Costas Bear might be worth at the deadline and you look at these numbers, not only the point production, but the usage, I mean, there's there's a lot to like about this guy when you're thinking about acquiring a piece at the deadline for a playoff run. Yeah, it, it's it's we'll we'll see where the future is for him. Can he put two two years together like he did? Because that was a problem in Philadelphia. Can he do it here? I anticipate that he will. One because his role has increased to be that guy. And where is Jacob Chikrin when October rolls around? Will Jacob Trick wouldn't be a coyote again, or will he have moved on? And if he does move on, Shane Gossespierre is your highest paid defenseman. He's the guy that's going to be number one on every offensive zone start, every power play start. It's going to be Shane Gossespierre. So all things would point to, yes, he is going to have the ability to have another season like that now. You know, are the Coyotes going to be able to score? Are they going to have offense? Because you can't get assists if you can't score goals. So you, know, you don't want to get ahead of his point production yet. I mean, there's a lot of this roster that needs to be built. But he's a good piece on the back end. And we look at everybody else. If Chikrin goes, this defensive core for the Arizona Coyotes is going to be extremely young um, and inexperienced. I didn't know they've had some games this year. But we start with J.J. Moser and Dyson Mayo. They're still really young players and Soderstrom and Koleachonik. Young guys that need guidance. And that's another role that Gostaspera can help with. And I hope, you know, Craig would have better insight on this. But we, when we talk about leadership at the back end, are they going to be able to sign Anton Strollman to help with that, leading these guys in the right direction? So I think Gostaspera has some of that role. I'd really like to see them sign Anton, Anton Strollman. And I think they can at a reasonable number. They liked what he brought to the team. 
And now you've got Gossesper and Strollman that are kind of in a leadership role among that decor that helps get this team through the rebuild and then come trade deadline, start building those picks for the future. We talked about how many picks they have this year. Even next year, they have a lot of picks. But then you got to start thinking about, okay, 2024, they've got a lot of picks. Well, let's start building on 2025 now. And and so that you get that cupboard built for years and years to come. Maybe Gus Despair can be one of those. It's pieces. so crazy to think about already, like a 2025 draft. But yeah. and, and then another piece, just you know, a small offshoot of this is that the Coyotes traded away the 2022 seventh round pick that the Flyers gave them to San Jose, along with Aiden Hill, in return for Kojinash, which we all know that how that kind of panned out. out. But also acquired another second round pick. This year, which is going to be the 43rd overall pick. So somehow, as you know, in summary, as part of this trade, after many moves, the Coyotes have a 36 overall pick and a 43rd overall pick in this year's draft, <laughs> which could be. So huge. it's Goss to spare uh, uh, two seconds for Aiden Hill. Is that what it, is that what the net <laughs> of this whole thing is? Yeah, because Kojanesh is gone. Yeah. So it's Goss to spare in two seconds for Aiden Hill. Well, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, take that any day. No, no offense to Aiden Hill, but his career hasn't panned out. Yeah, um, I, and I listen. You hope it does. Still, and goalies move. Yeah, goalies careers develop slowly. But I, I remember so many fans like they're going to rue the day when they traded Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill's a backup goaltender. That's his ceiling. That's his ceiling in the NHL, in my opinion. Uh, he may be a number three goaltender. Um, we'll we'll see where that goes in San Jose. But the fact that Bill was able to get a second round pick for a backup goaltender in the NHL still boggles my mind. Yep. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, but even well, when you say that, even when you say that Craig, like compare Aiden Hill to, to Corral Vomelka. Like, okay. If Aiden Hill, is he any better than Corral Vomelka was? And even if he is, who cares? Like right now, those draft picks in the future are so much more important for this franchise than a goalie that's playing 65 games. And that's no offense to Karel Vamelka or Aiden Hill, even if they're, who cares? Like we're yeah. not, we don't care who's in again, grain of salt here. Don't care who's in the net right now. doesn't matter because this is a team that's going to be 28th to 32nd. Who cares? The two second round draft picks. Well, yeah, they could be a, a third line right wing and a second pair defenseman three years from now when this team is ready to make the playoffs, way more important. So yeah, Aiden Hill's nice and Carl Vamelka, we've seen what he could do. Okay. But does it really matter? Those picture, the picks by far are the most important pieces in this puzzle. Okay. Yep. Sorry. And you know, you know, it's all about the future when the Coyotes still aren't projected to finish well this year. Um, and Craig, you weren't here for this yesterday, but I told Petey that on DraftKings, um, they already have team futures up for next year. And the Coyotes are plus 50,000 to win the Stanley Cup, um, which is the worst odds in the entire NHL. On the other end, the Colorado Avalanche are plus 400, which is the best odds. And something I didn't bring up yesterday is that the Toronto Maple Leafs have the next best odds after the Colorado Avalanche at plus 800 to win the Stanley Cup next year, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, ahead of Tampa, ahead of Florida ahead of Vegas, ahead of Carolina. So just interesting, but, you know, Coyotes' worst odds. Montreal plus 15,000. That's a huge difference between Arizona and Montreal as well in that last place. So please, hockey gods, we need Bedard next year. Please, Where are please, the Blackhawks in that, Leah? The Blackhawks are plus 10,000. 
Yep. They're going to be trying really hard, I think, to be bad. And, you know, yep. when, when the Blackhawks are bad and are in the lottery, good things happen for the Blackhawks. It's funny how that happens. Oh, God. Anyway, just say. Anyway, um, all of those odds can be found on the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you want to get ahead of the NHL season. But there's also plenty of sports you can bet on right now, um, including the UFC. And this weekend at the UFC 276, you might see the calf slicer or the Peruvian necktie, but there's a ton of ways to come out on top in the octagon. And for UFC 276, there's one more with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win. You get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Any other notes on the Gossip Spirit trade? I think we kind of covered it. I think we hit it. We'll have so, to revisit it in a few years once the draft picks are drafted in but, play. But even without the draft picks getting picked, we have to sum up our Trade Talk Tuesday with Coyotes oh, win or lose, and this was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly they gave nothing. We needed a that was easy button. Yeah, that was easy button. So it was, this was a Coyotes win. Absolutely. Is that two weeks in a row? That no. Was a what do we do? Last we do week Keith was Keith Kachuk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've had some wins, and that was yeah. Try to sprinkle in the win. wins. This is a win. Good vibes going into the draft. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Which, speaking of going into the draft, hmm. the draft is next week. Yeah. It <laughs> Already, is. seriously. Oh my god. Which is unreal. Oh. Unbelievable. Um, I cannot. When you guys leave? Here a week from today. What yep. day is today? Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. You leave a, a week. I don't know. They're all Wait, earlier in the episode. Earlier, you're like, today's Tuesday. Yeah, but I took a nap halfway through the episode. And just went, so I don't oh, remember. good. So you so leave good. on Tuesday a week and then you got it flying through where? Denver, your favorite by, place. By the way, I, I, I flew through Denver to get here. And like I've spent so much time in the Denver airport. I can't even tell you there. It's under construction and they're doing so many things to it miserable it's just a, a, i hope you guys don't have to switch concourses because it's trams and trains yeah, do, we, and, yeah, do we have to switch planes Did you i check? haven't i haven't looked that far I, ahead just tell I, me, don't. I don't want to spend another second in the colorado no offense to anybody in denver it's going to be beautiful when it's done but yeah. i've spent so much time in that airport it's a shame that they built it in kansas yeah what, yeah yeah well that's another show i, I just i'm done i'm done I, and I've, I've flown enough I'm done. So you guys get to traverse your your path through the Denver airport. But when you get to Montreal, hopefully customs is easier than it was in Pearson in Toronto. Oh god! And before Tuesday's done, you're sitting in outside restaurant in Montreal. <laughs> well, on that maybe. note, with the draft coming up, we have a ton of draft content. Leah's going to touch on some other things, but we got Bobby Margarita, as we mentioned on the show on Wednesday. Bob McKenzie, as Leah calls him, the Bob Father. To talk about prospects, he will be our last draft analyst before the draft. Break it down. I know his rankings come out, his final rankings come out on TSN today, so it'll be perfect timing to discuss with him what he thinks. And, you know, we wanted to have Bob on a little earlier, but in typical humble Bob fashion, he said, I want to make sure that I've really researched all this before I come on, Craig, so I wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel qualified. Bob McClendon is saying this. I wouldn't feel qualified talking about them. So we're going to get him after he's put out his final rankings and, and, you know, done all of his research. So it's perfect timing. 
And then in terms of written content, I got another dark horse potential draft pick for the Coyotes at number three. That story will move, I think, tomorrow or Thursday. And then uh, we'll really, really dive into draft content. I'm going to finish my scouting series with pieces on the Canadian staff on Canada Day, which is July 1st. The U.S. staff on July 4th, of course, that's Independence Day. And then on starting on Sunday, I'm going to have a bunch of draft-related content. I think I counted it. I, I may have like eight or nine stories next week when it's all said and done. Maybe more if, if stuff happens at the draft. <laughs> I have a lot of written content. And then, of course, on the video side, take it away, Leah. Yep. So we have more video content coming to the website this week. We'll have more three more prospect breakdowns dropping today, Tuesday. Um, we have exclusive interviews with Coyote's first round picks on the website as well. So just recently we posted Dylan Gunther and Connor Murphy and Mikhail Bodker and Martin Hansel. So tons and tons of that as well. Um, and these prospect breakdowns coming out today, two of them are players that Craig is saying are dark, could be dark horse picks. So you know, they kind of go hand in hand with Craig's story. It's a great time to become a member, especially if you're a Coyotes fan, because this week coming up is our biggest week of the year um, in terms of what we'll be doing. So great time to become a member at gophnx.com. Sign up for an annual membership and get a shirt from the locker when you do. Or if you want to just try out your first month, you can do so for 50 cents. And then get it, becoming a member gets you access to the members only Discord as well. So we have a great time in there. We hope we'll see everyone at Four Peaks tomorrow. We if you're able, but we're giving you, we've been giving advance notice about next Thursday for the PHNX Coyotes official draft party that will be also at Four Peaks um, because Four Peaks is the official beer of PHNX. Um, so we'll be there next Thursday, 4 p.m. PD and Sean will be doing a three hour live show that Craig and I will also be on just remotely. Um, but there's going to be special guests, there's going to be giveaways, there's going to be food and drink specials, there's going to be uh, some special guests as well. The Peach Nicks family will be there. So we hope you'll join us at Four Peaks next Thursday, July 7th at 4 p.m. for the draft party. So lots of great events coming up at Four Peaks. I can't wait to enjoy some Four Peaks, but as always, 21 and over and enjoy it responsibly. I have a question because yes. I, d I don't follow our meetings very well or our schedule very well. So I get Thursday. I understand that. I know what I have to go to work on Thursday for three hours. Got it. Friday, there is more draft. Is that correct? Yep. So are we going to talk on Friday? Yep. The day after the draft? Yep. So we're going to do a post-game-esque <laughs> show after rounds two through seven because rounds two through seven is the same amount of time as round one, but five so rounds. So they'll be buzzing on the next day. It's going to feel like three times as long, trust me, when, once you're there. Because the first day, as you guys know, goes late into the yes. evening and you're back up early, right back to the arena. And it's just... Painful. Like by the by the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, you're just like, come on, just just go staccato here. Let's let's just get yeah, this. Done. Let's go. And right now, the Coyotes do not have a seventh round pick. So let's pray that they do not decide to add <laughs> a seventh round pick at some point. Well, you'll be busy because that second round is swamped. You get four picks in the seventh second round right now, and they're high picks, and that'll be a big deal. So once that maybe the dust will settle because one in the fifth, one in the sixth, and then in the seventh. And so then we'll we'll wrap all those up. If there's anybody yep. there in the second round, and there probably will be a few guys there that, that Craig and Leah will get a chance to talk to. Yep. So we'll be able to have those videos for um, the second round wrap up yep. um, at the end of the day. So at least we'll touch on everything. We'll, we'll give the Coyotes a grade on that second day um, for the whole draft and see how we think they did. So a lot coming up next Thursday and Friday. Coming up. Can I go to the bar again on Friday, even though it's sure. Okay. 
Just you can some. go. You can sit at the bar on your laptop while Craig and I are running around Bell Center. <laughs> Might be a good deal. Okay. Why not? Um, so be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube because all this is going to be there. Um, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes because along with all the written content and all of our shows, there's also going to be a ton of social content um, on PHNX underscore Coyotes and the PHNX Sports Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you can think to follow PHNX Sports. Do so. I'm really excited. It's a big week. Bob McKenzie live tomorrow, Wednesday, 11 a.m. We will be at Four Peaks in Tempe for that. And then we'll also be live the rest of the week at 11 a.m. on Thursday and Friday as well. So exciting times ahead. I'm looking forward to it. Any final thoughts before we get out of here and let PD continue to sleep? Yeah, I got I got a list I got to get on. I got stuff to do around the house. That's the rest of my day. Yep. And and one last note before we go, um, Craig. I don't know if you wanted to say anything about your dog Bo. Too hard, just too, too hard. hard. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to everybody who reached out, and it was it was a lot of people. Really appreciated it. it meant a lot. Absolutely. Well, everybody, take care of your, take care of yourselves. Stumbling over the exit here. Um, Ups. Yep, and take care of your dogs as well. And we'll see everybody tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Four Peaks or on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day, everyone.